Hello, everybody. I'm your Average Joe, and welcome to the Average Joe Podcast. Uh, today, I got a special guest. I got my buddy Ethan here. Ethan, you want to announce What's yourself? Up? What's good, my What's boy? What's up? And uh, we're just going to talk about some stuff. Now, Ethan, you said you had something that was very pressing that you wanted to talk about. <laughs> nah, go ahead, man. This is this is, <laughs> this is this is a free space, man. <laughs> 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 Go ahead. This is your platform. This is your platform. I'm just here. Well, no, bro. I thought you had the topics. What the fuck was I talking about? All right. Oh, hold on. You want no? Sorry. Just restart. Just end it. Just end it. Okay. We'll cut this whole part out. All right. Yeah. Do you? From the- no, you won't. Just end it just from the. Top. <laughs> you do you want no profanity? Because I can make sure I don't say anything. I can just put explicit on the podcast and we'll be fine. <laughs> explicit version. <laughs> warning, cover your kids' ears. There we go. That was our that was our warning. All right. So I'm I'm not I'm not doing the intro again. You guys know who we are. That's I'm your fine. average Joe. We got Ethan here. Okay. Uh, do you have anything that you want to talk about? I kind of I kind of I, I want to talk about the metaverse and get your opinion on it. Oh, let's talk about it then. Okay. What? Here's my here's my first question. What do you think the metaverse is? Because I feel like I've had like a million definitions from like a million different sources as far as it like is it going to be like a thing by Facebook? Is it going to be like its own form of like communication internet? Like what what is the metaverse going to be? Uh to me I think it's just I think it was designed as an escape initially. Because you know, like mainly it was like VR was having its huge uprising and all that, right? Right. Um, but I think at first people were trying to make it for an escape where you can go and you can be like, uh, where it's something like VR chat. VR chat was really prominent, and I think the metaverse is just an expanded version of this. Um, I just think it's a lot more in depth and a lot more. Um, let me think. So like a lot, a lot more applicable to people, I guess, because yeah. they can like go off and they can. It's just basically the Sims in VR. That's basically what it is. Like a, a new and, way, a new way to interact with technology. Yeah, and and a lot and a, a new way for people to interact with others as well, because you can go in, you can buy, you can buy. Like I was seeing the other day, you could. There was some person that was selling properties in the metaverse. You know, and I I'm saw like, something would, like that too. I was like, why would why would you buy land that doesn't exist? Right. And it's just it's just the, the type of idea like they're buying it because it's something that's becoming more popular. Like eventually maybe it, someone will be like, oh, I want to buy that and build a skyscraper in freaking VR. And you're yeah. like, yeah, we've got we've got to like it's, it's like we got to the point where like we're not even buying material things anymore. Like it's it's literally just pixels. It's literally just data. Like we're 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 buying clout essentially, just to say that we have it, you know. Yeah, seriously. And if you think about it, like, do we even know where? Because obviously Facebook made it, right? Or at least their that organization. I, I, it seems like they're the, they're the insight. ones wanting to head it. Yeah. Yeah. So they had some sort of like headway when it came to when it came to popularity and all that. But if you think about it, you're like. Well, where is where is the metaverse being stored? Because it's not stored individually. Right. It's not a bunch of code just existing in the internet. It like it has to have a server or something controlling it somewhere with all the data right. to store it. It's, it's just like any other computer game. Like you can't have 
one one pixel just exist in the internet it has to come mm. from somewhere whether it's code or whether it's someone's computer or server somewhere right. even a freaking like just a, a data set somewhere but it, it the, the the thing is it exists somewhere physically in the world but true. we just don't know where it is so it's kind of it's kind of wild that you're like oh yeah i'm i'm here and and i'm in the metaverse and all that but then you're like okay but now your information's leaked somewhere inside of a data set where you have no control over where it goes. Right, like, right. Who's actually running the whole operation here? Exactly. And like, who's storing it? Yeah, and that's another question. That's another question I have with it is what, what actually is the metaverse? Is it just an extension of VR to some extent, or is calling like? <sighs> It's complicated because like you can talk about metaverse like it's going to be like an application or like almost like a game or something like that or like a software. But at the mm-hmm. same time, is calling is calling the metaverse an app like Steam VR is that the same thing as like calling Google the internet? Because I've also seen a lot of uh I was seeing a lot of articles and stuff saying that the concept of the metaverse goes beyond just being like a new application or like a new system like VR to interact with. It's it's supposed to be like the new, like the next form of technology or the next way to like interact with technology going even beyond like, like virtual reality and augmented reality. And so I'm just curious, like what, what actually is defined or what is going to be defined as the metaverse? Cause like to my, to my knowledge, there's like, there's nothing out there right now that is the metaverse. I know some companies have started like, like you said, like making like those like stakes in virtual reality of like, hey, you can come by like land on this app and like like come be part of like our little city thing. But like, is there going to be is there going to be one centralized hub that is known as the metaverse? You remember like like Ready Player One? Like, is there going to be like one centralized place yeah. like that? Or is it just going to be like mm-hmm. a new form of technology? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. That, yeah, that's what I want to see it unfold a, as. Yeah, that's a, it's a good question because you're, you're like. Well, because like it's it's the same kind of application if you think about uh, like what exactly is Facebook? Because originally Facebook was a social media platform, right? Right. Now they they've announced how they were trying to expand into games and uh, movies or movie sponsorships or some mm-hmm. other uh, sponsorship types and whatever. But now they're trying to get out of the comfort zone of just a social media, and I think that kind of goes into the the metaverse because if the metaverse is considered an application, it can be deleted very easily. True. But if it's considered an alternate reality, there's supposed there's gonna be fragments left everywhere if one part's deleted. Like right. it's not one it's not one unit. It's 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 multiple things built together, just like what Facebook's trying to do with um their idea of expanding to gaming uh, industries or whether it's sponsorships or anything like that outside of their original scope. And I think that's what the metaverse is going to try and do. But when it comes to like the centralized hub, I, I, I just don't know. It's kind of like, it's kind of weird because you don't know which direction it might turn. Right. Yeah. I feel, I feel but, like, I feel like the, the, the metaverse in a sense is like, it's like as like vast or like as vague as like the internet was like back in the seventies when you're talking about it, you know, and like what it's supposed to be or like what it will be. And I'm curious, I'm curious with like how much integration in our society you would consider to be too much with the metaverse thing, because obviously, obviously 
big companies are investing in it and they want a piece of it and for sure they're going to like advertising it you know facebook can facebook can say that they want to they want to make a place for you to like escape reality and like live a live a better life like experience better things in reality facebook just wants to sell you more digital merch you know they're they facebook yeah. is going to be the one that like sells you the outfits that you can put on your your fake person in the metaverse it's all going to be a marketing yeah. thing but i'm i'm curious like how how much just in like like western society here like all our big companies curious how much they're going to invest into metaverse and how how integrated they're going to try to make it like with everybody cuz i've seen a lot of pe- i've seen a lot of people that are that are like worried about it or that like, kind of look away on it um cuz it's like it's like instead of actually going out and living life you know just put on your put on your vr headset and go live fake life you know yeah and so, if you think about it it's sad but at the same time it's like if you don't eat or drink or go outside, mm-hmm. your your alternate reality is going to become a very, very, very uh, real reality because you're not going to want to do anything else besides it. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like people are going to – if people don't realize that and they keep trying to go into this quote-unquote fake reality or alternate reality, they're going to end up suffering because of it and it and it sucks. Yeah. Like, like I said, just like, just like Ready Player One, you know? Everybody, everybody's yeah, exactly. just living to tap into that that fake reality where they can be whatever, do whatever. I mean, it has its, you know, it has like its little gold shimmer to it that everybody is attracted to. But like, I don't know. I'm I'm just curious how addicting it's gonna be. How how much of the how much of the world is actually gonna like interact with it? Is it just gonna be? Is it just gonna be the young kids? Is it gonna be like everybody? Like who? Who is this target audience going to be? Who's it going to reach? Who's going to like stay with it? And like, just what's going to happen? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's wild. It is wild. It is wild. Very weird. We'll see. We'll see what comes of it, though. Kind, kind of excited. Kind of worried. Who knows? Um, What else has happened? I know you mentioned earlier, you said Halo. That new Halo show finally dropped. Um, oh, yeah. It dropped today. I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious. I, I know you can only watch it through like the the Paramount Plus app as of right now, unless they release it anywhere else. But I think it's exclusive to that Paramount Plus app, and I I honestly don't feel like paying for a whole subscription just to watch it. So I want to wait and see what the reviews of the show are before I decide to like jump the gun. Maybe like maybe if they have like a free trial or something, I'll look into watching it. But um, well, I mean they they released it. They released it, yeah, on Paramount. That's like the the exclusive where from it. But like on Amazon, if you go through it, you can watch it through the Paramount. So you can still get it through Amazon, but you'd have to have a Paramount Plus account, which kind of sucks. Uh, but yeah, that does kind of. Um, at the same time, actually, I think if you have, I think there might be a free trial with Paramount, and if you just grind out the movie, I guess the mm-hmm. show, I guess you can kind of get all caught up before having to actually pay for your first trial. Oh, nice. Yeah, because there's a there's a seven day there's a seven day free trial I think with Paramount, so you can actually watch the uh the first season because i think they released they released um, the whole season it's not just like a buy episode no they only no they only released the first episode but the first episode's like so i'm looking at it right now it's actually 59 minutes long okay it's an hour long episode that's not bad at all yeah no not not at all not at all it 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 better be good i don't know if it's gonna i don't know if it's gonna be like a uh um i don't know if it's gonna be like a weekly kind of predict production thing i doubt it 
but I'm kind of assuming that they already have some of the episodes lined up so that they, they can just kind of put a few back to back out uh-huh. and then maybe space, space that out, maybe like two weeks or something. Maybe. But um, yeah. Well, I, I did hear that they put $10 million into each episode of this season. Yeah, it was so. it was 90 million total. So I'm assuming they're going to have like nine to 10 episodes. That's yeah, crazy. This thing better be gas. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. $90 million into it. This needs- the, tra- the trailers was pretty good and they were just the trailers. Yeah. I, I heard it'll hit closer for like uh like more of like the lore fans or like the diehard Halo fans. So I might yeah. might need to educate myself on some so I can like appreciate it better. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping it's something like the Mandalorian, you know, where like it'll it'll hit big with like people outside of the outside of the it'll Halo hit big genre. And then it'll, Same yeah, way it'll Mandalorian hit, big and hit outside of Star Wars more. fans. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how that's how I was with the uh the Mandalorian itself. But like um with Halo, did you ever watch the uh, the older movies? Yeah, like, like there, uh, there Forward like Unto Dawn. I, I think yeah, it was Forward yeah, Unto yeah. Dawn. And then uh, there there was one, uh, what was it called? Halo Nightfall. And it was with, um, what was his name? Locke from Halo 5. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like think that one wasn't film. that good. Forward Unto Dawn was pretty was, good. Yeah. I think it was ahead of its time, though. I like Forward Unto Dawn. Forward Dawn. It seemed... Yeah, I think I think the animation could have been better. Yeah, I was like, going back and, and watching it, it just seemed cheap. It, it looked like a really good fan-made film. It didn't look like a production film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, was, I can, I can see it. That was the thing. So, hopefully, hopefully this is like Halo's first good production film slash series, because I feel like they need it. They've had a lot of... A lot of flops in the recent couple years. Halo 5 was god-awful. Halo 4 was alright. People are already hating on Halo Infinite, just saying that it kind of, like, lacks replayability and, like, lacks content. See, I don't really know. Well, I think I think that part of that is the fact that they don't, like, okay, so a good comparison is Fortnite. Fortnite stays in business because of how uh, replayable it is, because of all of the different things that you can get and things that you can do after a few amount of months. Right. So... Halo Infinite dropped in December, so it's been three months since it dropped, and nothing has changed pretty much. They've added yeah. they've added game modes, they've added challenges and season awards and stuff, but the season the first season itself doesn't end until May. Mm-hmm. The first season ends, I think it's like May 11th or something, but that's when the season resets to the Man. point where you can actually start going out for new challenges. It's like a six month um, season, that's crazy. Yeah, and I I hope that what they do is they they do realize that that's pretty long and they change it to like three months because they don't really need to change a lot right they just need to be able to like maybe close out some of the game modes here and there maybe add like infected i I don't think infected is in the game no i don't don't think think it is is. i don't think it is i would like to see that come back though yeah it could be like infected or uh like oddball i used to hate oddball i actually love it in this one just because of um it's it's replayable like you you don't Mm -hmm. know what's going to happen like maybe take out like rainbow six they take uh, map rotations they'll take certain maps out work on them but insert other ones so that yeah, there's yeah, like a true. refresh kind of it um so they should probably do that with that or even um but the one thing that bothered me was the, the freaking colors in the armor i loved in halo reach being able to completely yeah. customize your armor yeah you're completely. right now i'm not talking about like the armor pieces because you had to earn those those right. that's fair but the but armor taking, color taking why, the why? color palettes and either making you purchase them or earn them through the campaign we'll which you also them, yeah. then have to purchase it's kind of mm-hmm. yeah that that's kind of grody i don't like that because 
The, well, if you do think about it, the, the main reason was because they did release free. They did release it for free. So yeah. they're trying to make make that money back by with like the season pass and the armor buy because there are people that will buy them there are people that have bought oh for sure uh, i i think I, I think i have put money into it a little bit i think i, I bought like the season pass or something uh-huh. um but like if we were able to change our colors that would be so much cooler just because of how how much more unique every player would be because now it's just kind of like everyone has the same color or the same armor type or whatever but what i'm hoping is they change it so that 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 change occurs and Mm. instead you can buy maybe like specific armor pieces where like the cat ears they release you can buy those but like (laughs) stuff like that yeah well like stuff like that where you can buy but Mm. or even like rare like quote unquote like rare armor types or rare armor colors where you can make it like uh like a like a a radioactive or something like that not radioactive like a a shiny where it basically like you point something at it and it shines like the light off or whatever like that'd be a cool little thing that you can make for buying but it's not something that necessarily you need in the game yeah um but like the armor pieces you get like through the season pass or through whatever like can't like instead of doing the colors for campaign i think they should be armor pieces or armor sets at least right be like like they could even go back and be like you can have armor from uh spartan lock or spartan the master chief if you for instance if you beat the entire halo infinite campaign on lasso completely 100 percent, you get master chief's armor like you know how cool that would be that would be pretty sweet that would be pretty sweet mm-hmm. mm. i just I think like they're i just that. think they they haven't changed they, they i don't think they've had a lot of room for improvement yet because they came out with so much at once like we didn't know that it was going to drop and it did mm-hmm. that's why battlefield flopped <laughs> yeah well besides it being a trash game um rip battlefield dang i know i know i know i'm i know a lot of battlefield friends who are really really betting on 2042 and man that that game just i was too off. dude i was I've, I've never been a battlefield person and i saw it i'm like i want to play this yeah and my buddy was playing it and he goes do not waste your money on this game i'm like <laughs> okay oh well but it's it's uh i hope i hope they ended up changing it a little bit to make it a little bit more um versatile i like the ranked kind of thing because it's a little bit competitive but like uh-huh. i played competitive for like the two for two for uh two to three first weeks or something mm-hmm. and i got like platinum and i just haven't played since and i'm still plat nice like it's just it's interesting but i mean maybe change the seasons to be like a month or two months and have it like completely yeah, like competitive. Six, months, six months is way too long for a season i think yeah maybe I'm, three like three months like Fortnite does three months i think yeah yeah so like i know rainbow, I know rainbow does about three months because they have four seasons mm-hmm. as well um i'm also nervous about the future of the campaign i'm hoping it doesn't turn into like because it, it's it's like a uh, money grab. no what was i trying to say i don't want to end up like destiny 2 that's the thing where you're just like it, it already seems like it's gonna be like destiny 2 because they already said that halo infinite is gonna be the uh, the only uh halo game for the next 10 years and it's going to be like a platform and it sounds like with the new seasons it'll be like a campaign dlcs and so it'll just be like additions onto the halo infinite campaign and so i'm i'm curious how that's gonna go i'm curious how much people are gonna spend on getting a new dlc every couple months and how how big that dlc is going to be 
Is it going to be like a whole entire another campaign or is it just going to be like two or three levels within a chapter of a campaign? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like cause, yeah, cause yeah, if yeah, yeah. it's either it's either they keep they keep like the six month season like they're doing right now and they pump out like a fat campaign with each one that they're adding on <laughs> since this is the only platform for the decade or uh-huh. they bump it down to like three month seasons to give you more content for like multiplayer and such. But then that's also at the risk of like this campaign being just just like another chapter in the book. And at that point, I feel like Halo Infinite is going to turn into like Destiny 2 or it's going to turn to like GTA 5, where it's like it becomes kind of like the stalemate almost. You know what I mean? And it's just like they just keep pumping stuff into this without like any like real growth. Because like just. I feel, like, I feel like I haven't heard much Destiny 2 hype anymore. And they're still pumping out DLCs. I, they, I know they just dropped a new, a new campaign chapter not even like a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago. But nobody's getting hyped about that like they were years ago, you know? Because it's like it's not like a new yeah. game. It's not like a new game coming out anymore. It's just like they're adding like the next little part to it. And I don't think that that's like the smart way to, to market your game to everybody. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it it's very... Uh... It's very sad how it's turning out, but I'm I'm a I'm a diehard Halo fan. So hopefully, what Thanks. happens is is they realize what they're doing, or because they're getting feedback 100. percent Oh yeah, and they're 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 one of the few like uh, gaming companies that actually listen to mm-hmm. what people have been saying. So I'm hoping I'm hoping they actually listen and be like, maybe we should dial it back a little bit, fix some things before we uh start pounding it out. Because if they if they are gonna go with that 10 year plan and whatever, like I don't even know what else they can throw in, like. Unless they unless they go back to like without trying to spoil anything, I'm just a, full of lore and whatever. But it's yeah. like as long as if they, if they go back to like the reasons why the rings were built or the reasons why Master Chief's doing what he does, or maybe even like the origin story behind Master Chief, like we still mm-hmm. don't even know that entirely. That's like true. that could be a cool little that could be a cool little fucking DLC that they, now that would be a DLC that they should have to be paid for because then you would have people who want it buy it. Right. And then you can have the main campaign come out for free. So you're like, okay, so we have this optional side piece you can go and learn more about Master Chief or more about the ring or more about like the flood or more about the covenant or something like that. Uh-huh. And they make it playable other than Master Chief. So you're like you're like playing as like an elite, like growing up as an elite right. or going through elite training or playing as um, like a brute or something during during the Halo Infinite and all that, and and playing from different views. I think that'd be a cool little, um, a cool little change in pace because then they can focus on getting people's attention who want to know more about the game. Because there are plenty of people, there are plenty of people who will who will pay out of their way to to know more about what what's the lure behind everything. Right. Um. I think even and go. It, Go ahead. Worst thing, worst thing it is, is it worst thing it is, is it flops and then they just stop doing it. But right. I think going back even to like a more recent flashback would be like the fall, the fall, the the infinity, because that's how Halo Infinite started. It's like uh, and we all, have no idea banished, what happened. Before, yeah, right? all the banish on the infinity. And then Atriox just freaking rocks Master Chief in there, you know, drops him off uh, on the Zeta Halo. And yeah, you have, yeah. You have no clue what happened. So even. Even if you're gonna start somewhere, I would at least want to start there and see like what what happened to lead to the fall of the infinity. Um, yeah, I think with this next with this next chapter, what they're supposed to be doing there was a there was a leak that they had already uh, trademarked the name Halo the Endless, 
And I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we saw if like the end of the campaign and stuff, we got, we got teleported. It was like back in time or something. Um, I think it was like back in time is what they were saying at the very end of the campaign. Um, and so I assume that endless have been released by like the harbinger of truth or whatever her name was. And we'll probably learn yeah, more about them right. in the next campaign, but I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping each, each campaign DLC, whatever it's going to be called each thing that comes out. I hope it's actually important and like gives you insight to the whole lore of halo. And it's not just like, it's not just like a, you know, a like couple a new, a couple new yeah. enemies and a mini boss that you're fighting. And like, that's the point of the campaign now. Like I, I want to actually mean something. Yeah. Cause that's what this one was. This was just pretty much a chapter. You ended up fighting like two, like, that's the thing is like, you end up fighting Atriox and he wasn't even the final boss. Like you would have thought that he would have been the final guy that you ended up fighting. Right. But he's and gone and now it's just one of his lower guys that you're well yeah yeah and then yeah exactly you see him at the beginning you're like oh that's the that's the main guy and you don't even hear about what happens besides he's not in charge anymore like they didn't they don't really even go in depth like oh he was on the infinity and stayed on it when it crashed but it's like like whoa like why why didn't he just leave like there was no threats holding him there obviously right and he even said he's like you're this is not the last time you'll see of me or whatever like that yeah um but it's like even after like what was the uh what was the the second guy the second commander's name I'm trying to remember his Eshram. name Eshram yeah Eshram like you end up fighting him and you're like okay well this is gonna be the new bad guy right and then, and then you, you kill end him up off. beating him and then you you kill him like it's not even that hard you kill him and right. then you have the harbinger of truth that you have to fight and so you you're like defeating her as well so exactly and you're just like so where is where where is the the main boss like these guys feel like mini bosses compared to to something that's supposed to like be game breaking like. To, yeah. to, to live up to the halo's expectations like when like i don't even remember i think in one of the older one of the older halos you end up fighting the grave mind at one point yeah. but i don't think you kill him i don't think you kill him i think he gets away i think you you wound him and then you leave but he's still alive like yeah you, and you, with with the older halos too you play you like in the campaigns your your end your end of campaign thing isn't just like defeating one boss it's like it's like a mission that ends up like saving something huge or like plays a much bigger part in something and none none of the campaign felt like it played a huge part in anything it, it was just you you going and defeating all these mini bosses and then defeating defeating like the two big bosses and yeah but, like but we what didn't was it we didn't for? know why i'll give them props i'll yeah. give them props for like giving us like two new enemy types with like the banished and the endless granted we don't know much about the endless but it really didn't dive that much into like who they are or what their plans are or and there was there there just wasn't any like development for them throughout the campaign and it when when you end up defeating the boss you're at the end of the day you're still you're still stuck on zeta halo and like what else are you there for i get that it's an open world game this was also their first open world uh platform but it's it, you you just feel like you didn't do anything huge like you do with the other halo games you, you didn't save the world or anything you know yeah so it's like it's, it's like it's weird how how it ends it's it's like a cliffhanger like i finished mine and i was like wait that's it like yeah, what the heck? Yeah, exactly, it? exactly. Like, and and like, I just, I just, you finish, you finish. Yeah, you finish the game, and Cortana's like, "We've been gone for like what is it like, 
Oh, it was like seven years, something years. Yeah. Or it was yeah. a month or something like that. It's just the fact that you were gone for a certain amount of time. Okay. So what happened? Right. Like yeah, that exactly. would be a cool, like another going back to like making a, like a spinoff or something for like a money grab or whatever, uh-huh. but you can make it so that it's like, here's the seven gap. You'd be like, Halo, the seven year gap or some random yeah. name like that. And I get that and they were trying back, to, yeah. they, they were, they were trying to set it up to where like they can easily transition into like the next campaign DLC or like the next chapter of it. But with the other, with, with most of the halo campaigns, there has been a lot of like ambiguity or like a lot of like not knowing what the bigger picture is. Like, even if you do something huge there, there is like a, a greater war at hand that you still don't know a lot about, but at least with those, you feel, you feel satisfied in what you did in halo infinite at the end of it. You just feel lost. Like you feel like you didn't do enough. Or like there was something missing, and it's like is is this this yeah. is really it? This is really what happened, and it's because it's because they're they're trying to give you the bare minimum so that they can add more later in. But I just I don't like that take on the on the campaign. I don't think it was the right call. I, I liked having I liked having full individual games that each gave you a little piece, but still you still did enough and like learned enough yeah. to feel to feel satisfied after you completed it. You know. Yeah, having an ending. That's that's the the key thing. It's just having a, a solid based ending. Yeah. That we just we just didn't get off of this one. Thanks. And uh all right, with that, we have reached our 30 minute mark already. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode for us. But uh Ethan, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, it was really nice oh, being yeah. able to actually talk to somebody. So I do appreciate that. We'll definitely do some more of these in the future uh episodes to come. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, do you have any parting words with the people, Ethan? Um, if you're hungry, eat as a wise man once said, I like it. I like it. All right, everybody. This has been the average Joe podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, as you guys know, I like to upload episodes weekly, so please subscribe. Stay tuned for future episodes to come. And until next time, I hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye.